Welcome to the BTR Podcast. That's the Bartender Ramp Podcast from the Pool Room Studios at the Bonnie View Mansion. My name is Steve Haley. I'm here with my beautiful feather-haired co-host, Michael Windsor. It, I do need a haircut. I mean, so. it is brutal, dude. You look like, you, you look like uh, Justin Bieber uh, if he had gone through COVID when he was like 15, <laughs> wow. you know, and never got it, couldn't, couldn't get to a haircut at that time. But thanks. How you been, buddy? <laughs> Good. God, it's been a fucking gap in time since we did one of these, huh? Yep, really has. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it. Who honestly. was the last one? Was it my brother? It was, yeah. That was a, that was a fucking blast. Yeah, now, that was a good time. Anything new? Um, yeah, so I found out that I'm from the Plains, apparently. Well, you're a fucking moron. I mean, I had to, <laughs> I had to get you up to speed on, uh... Yeah. All right, so just to let you guys in, and for anybody out there that um, may as be as ignorant as Mike once was, okay, I will I will try to be as nice as I can to enlighten you. You live on the East Coast if you are east of the Appalachians. Appalachians? Yeah, you're gonna sit here and give me shit. Appalachians. You don't even know how to Appalachians. Pronounce the fucking mountain range. <laughs> anyway, if you're east of the Appalachian mountain range, you're on the East Coast. If you're west of that, you're technically in the Midwest. Technically, but. If you're west of the Mississippi, you're in the Plains. This motherfucker from Kansas has been telling people his whole life he's from the Midwest when he's clearly west of the Mississippi. It's just a simple, look, it's, it's a dollars and cents kind of thing. I don't want to get nitpicky with it, but it, these are just absolute geographical facts. There's nothing you can do about when it. When have you ever heard anyone say... I'm from the Plains. Like, it makes me think of somebody living in a sod house, you know, getting ready to be invaded by Native Americans or something. Your culinary delight where you're from is called a loaded spud. That sounds <laughs> like something people from the Plains would know. eat you or like, you know, people from the Shire. You know, I mean, even even Tech Nine has Midwest choppers. It's not <laughs> fucking Plains choppers, all right? So I'm going to keep saying fucking Midwest. You can correct me. I don't give a shit. Well, anyway, speaking of Plains, Mike and I are probably going to make a little trip out to Kansas. We're going to be taking uh, the truck out there. Uh, and then fly. I'm going to be flying back. So we'll have to get you guys some updates on that. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Anyway, let's get into it. We have an amazing guest today. We got Tony Castino joining us. Uh, Tony has worked at a couple different bars. Uh, I met him at Silver Spring Mining Company, ran into him there, but he's also worked at All-American Steakhouse, a few other joints he's going to tell us all about. And Tony has one of our favorite cocktails tonight. What's Tony making for us, Mike? Mai Tais. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The sweet, sweet, delicious rum. So without further ado, let's get into it. We have here with us tonight Tony Castino. Tony, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. How are That's, you? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for joining us. Mike and I are really excited to get into this. We've been doing, um, unfortunately, but fortunately, a lot of gin cocktails okay. up until this point. So I'm pretty excited to mix it up. Switch it up a bit. Get a little sugar in my system, a little diabetes, you know? <laughs> um, and I don't drink coconut rum often, but when I do, it's got to be in a Mai Tai. That's the only way to do it. That's right. Now, why, now, why did you pick the Mai Tai in particular? That's my go-to drink. Okay. Uh, typically, people are like, what do you recommend to get to drink? And I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know, <laughs> what, I don't know what you like, so I go with Mai Tai. Now, do you, do you recommend it because part of you knows it can't be fucked up, that they're going to like it either way? Or does part of you recommend it because you know you can upcharge them some couple different types of uh, types no, of rum. It's because okay. I know it's delicious and, and there you it go. hasn't steered me wrong so far. You gotta love those any item at a restaurant, food or drink, that you can recommend with a guarantee. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to worry about it. Right? You can say, okay, the Maryland crab soup here is good. They order it. You don't have to worry about it. You move on with your night. It doesn't have to ever be a hassle for you. That's always good to have that go to uh, locked and loaded. Now I do have a question. When you serve it, do you serve it with the little umbrellas? 
No, we don't have umbrellas. We're not fancy like that. <laughs> so we just put like an orange on it just because it's really like it just is like pleasing to the eyes. Yeah, it's like, oh, that looks nice. It yeah. doesn't make sense with it, but yeah. it, it's well, I mean, nice. Neither does an umbrella, honestly. No, but, no, no, but it would but... be really fancy. <laughs> well, great. Let's get right into it. So, uh, you know, as we always say on the podcast, this is not just the listen along. Don't just listen along. Oh, right. All right. I fucked that you up. Fucked Let's give it up. another try. I thought I was teeing you up there. So the motto, Tony, because this is your first time, and we're obviously professionals at this. We're fucking killing you it. You came up with the phrase. You, uh, came you know, right. listen. I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, I have like post-COVID brain um, from being positive eight months ago. So I'm still a little foggy. Uh, it's not quite firing on all synapses. Maybe my hat's too tight. I don't know. Um, yeah. What we say is, don't just listen along. Drink along. So. I'm going to read out the ingredients to our wonderful listeners out there. And if would you like to just hop up and start making us some wonderful cocktails? Let's fucking do it. All right, Let's so t- do t- it. Tony's uh, starting to assemble some of our parts here. Uh, classic Mai Tai is 1.5 fluid ounces of spiced rum. We're going to be using Captain Morgan tonight, but you can always uh, up that to a higher end if you don't want the hangover. We have a, <laughs> we have about a, you know, and that's the other thing. Tony makes a good point there. Make it how you want, people. I'm just giving you, listen, I'm just arming you with ammunition. Yeah, I'm a, you, you just lost our Captain Morgan sponsorships. So hey, look, a lot. hey, Tony, Tony's asking them to pour more. I think Captain Morgan's going to be happy that the bottles are going fast. You know what I'm saying? So then you're going to do about a half ounce to maybe like three quarters of an ounce of coconut rum. Um, everybody knows your classic coconut. That's going to be your Malibu. Can't yeah, go wrong you, there. Which you, you can only order if it's mixed into some other alcohol. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you just order Malibu, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna card that person there, every single time. Is there a girl that would order Malibu and Diet Coke? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's <laughs> the weirdest combination. I was going to say, bad. that is rough. There is one exception to that rule, though, Michael. What's that? My grandma Bama, my father's mother, loved to drink Malibu on the rocks yeah. and nothing else. And she's a fucking saint. Yeah, and I will not have any blasphemy against her she name. She came from there. Um, So then you're going to add to that uh, a teaspoon or tablespoon of grenadine syrup just to give that a little cherry flavor. Um, You can also do some fresh muddled maraschinos, which is always nice. Again, with a lot of these recipes, as Mike and I have explained to you, you can class it up a bit. Um, You're going to do three fluid ounces of pineapple juice, two fluid ounces of orange juice, uh, and shake that all up, and then just enjoy. Well, again, you know... So, a couple weeks ago, Tony, we had Mike make us his classic martini, and we were really getting into the shaken versus stirred situation. I am all about people making their cocktails as they please. You know? It'll be good. That's fine. That's fine. I like like how it feels to shake it, but I don't feel it's necessary with this this drink. This one's just perfect the way it is. I love it. I love it. You know, some purists actually would say with the Mai Tai that you're supposed to do the floater of like the spiced or syrupy rum. Mm. So it kind of has that two-tone color. So in that case, you're not going to be shaking um, all the parts together. You would just do the juices and the coconut rum and then layer in in that spiced rum on top. But um, I'm pretty excited about this. We have our uh, golden goblets tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, some nice... Damn, I thought they were silver. <laughs> I'm colorblind. So am I. <laughs> I. You actually almost convinced me that I was wrong there for Wait, a second. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I see what you mean. Oh, that's not even the right lid. That's embarrassing. Do you know how I know that they're gold? Because it said it on the package oh, okay. that I bought them. <laughs> that's sometimes how I... 
figure things out too. I'm like, oh, at least it says it. That's good. Because I don't fucking know. I got that uh, during a white elephant exchange where I found a Tito's uh, mule like starter pack with a bunch of goblets and a bottle of Tito's, and I strategically gave it to steal it right back mm-hmm. so that I could, you know, yeah. I could benefit from my own. Gift. So then they're not even golden; they're copper. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we got the uh, the pineapple garnishes. That's that's a nice touch. You know, I felt like we needed some fresh fruit, yeah. and and you know, partially partially that's because last night the boys and I uh, polished off a bottle of Rumplemints here. I was not involved with that on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, you know, I think one of these weeks uh, we're gonna have a, an all Rumplemints uh, podcast wow. where we just drink it. That's dangerous. Straight that's down the hatch. Though. All right, I will pass these down. We got the first one coming Thank out. You. There you are, Mikey. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Of course. Boys, cheers to prosperity. Cheers. Yeah. Let's enjoy. Why does it hurt to see? Oh, my. Oh, my. That is great. I feel like I'm on a beach. I was just going to say, all of a sudden, I I feel like the rushing sound of water, like I'm holding (laughs) a conch shell to my ear. I feel like I'm transported. Thank you, sir. Yes. Well done. Let's get right into it, man. So... Now that we have our drinks in hand, you know, we got a little alcohol flowing, a little liquid courage, I want to jump right into kind of like the overview of your service industry career, and, uh, you know, this is kind of like your drinked-in, right? You know, it's your it's your LinkedIn profile for bartending, so I just, give us an idea, you know, how did you get into the service industry, what's kind of the extent of your service, and then maybe like, where do you work right now? Okay, um, one day I was out for my sister's birthday. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure I remember the year. It was like 2007 or something. No, it was 2015. No, five. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, I really fucked that I'm up. Trying to think um. of, I'm trying to think who was my like spirit boner at the time. I think it was Rihanna. <laughs> Umbrella was my ringtone on my cell phone. And I'm song. telling you, every time she went to the A, 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 I just like my pants got tight. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, but I went out to eat with my sister and father, and we went to uh, Friendly's for her birthday. And I had just quit working at McDonald's because I was trying to pay for driver's ed. And then I was, they wanted me to sweep the parking lot one day, and so I just left. <laughs> um, and I'm like, well, I do need some type of income. So we're out to eat, and I just asked the manager, are you guys hiring? And she was like, yeah, what are you interested in? I had no idea. Not sweeping. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, want to sweep. sweep in the parking lot. McDonald's parking lot, yeah, which I didn't think were swept by... <laughs> Ever, really. <laughs> For anyone. That's because anyone who's asked usually just leaves. <laughs> so it just doesn't get That's done. the classic McDonald's quitting story. Hey, can you sweep the parking lot? It hasn't been done in 30 years. Every, for some reason, every time we ask somebody to do it, they disappear. We never see them again. So you're at this restaurant. What restaurant was it? Uh, Friendlies. Oh, shit. The one in Bel Air? Uh, the one on Bel Air Road in Perry Hall. Oh, in Perry Hall. Okay. Yeah. We used to go there after all of our like big, you know... Uh, school concerts and you know, oh my like God, those were the words. Oh my god, it was, <laughs> it was like Perry Hall's fucking coming again. <laughs> god damn it! Thirty-seven kids in their band mm-hmm. uniforms walk in all at once, and oh, you're just like, "Tonight's that. the night I kill somebody." <laughs> or myself. Uh, so yeah, so like I just asked the manager, and she was like, "What are you interested in?" And I was like, "I didn't even realize I was interested in working there until I just happened to ask." And I was just like, "I guess serving." I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even know you tipped. I didn't know that was a thing because I'm, I'm a 15 year old kid. You think you're gonna make an hourly wage? I had no idea. <laughs> I just was like, I'm good with people, so I'll do that. And then you know, 
you know, you would make like fifty dollars on a good night, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is great. You know, you don't have bills, so fuck it. You know, so we were talking about first industry jobs. So we we when we kicked off this pod, we had Mike as our first guest to kind of just ease people into like who Mike and I are and stuff like that. And uh, I was telling him my first ever restaurant job. I was making five twenty five an hour, watching dishes in the back of my buddy's dad's restaurant. I was 13 years old, and I thought I was a fucking millionaire. <laughs> I thought I was the king of the world. I'm like, you're telling me you're going to pay me $110 a week to wash dishes? This is fucking amazing. I'm going to buy a PSP. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, I keep no, you're good. You're good. Uh, what was, where was I? Okay, so yeah, so I just ended up, uh, that's how it all started. I actually like met my son's mother in at that restaurant. Um, she working there too? She was at the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she's a really great person. You know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, she's not. Um, and so yeah, that's like how I got into it, and here we are, 15 years later. Awesome. Um, on. Fortunately, to some extent, still doing it, but it's, you know, hey man, you got to move at your own pace. So. Once it gets it, it hooks in you. I mean, Mike and I know it, it, it never, I don't think you're ever quite out. Like, it's kind of like somebody who's gone to war and then what they experience for the rest of their life is PTSD, like, like night flashes. You're going to compare bartending to serving. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know the same thing. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny? There's three types of people that are listening to this right now, okay? The first is a bartender or server that's like, that's right, man, I was in the trenches, right? The second is somebody who was a military uh, personnel and, and was never in the service industry uh, for restaurants, and they're offended right now. But then there's a third person. Who was both in the restaurant service industry and in military service, and that person is like, yeah, I don't know which was worse. I don't know which was worse. Um, that person's our ally. That's you're, you're forgetting about the fourth listener. Who's that? The mother of Tony's son. Because she heard he was talking shit, so she had, she had to tune in, see what it was all about. That's right. Well, all right. So how long were you at Friendlies for? Uh, I was I was there for about two years before okay. I ended up getting fired. Oh, you did get fired. I we'll did. get it. We'll get yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah. We'll so get, let's yeah. save that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so where do, where do you jump from there? So you're at Friendly's for a little for about four years. You get fired. Where where have you bounced around since then? Um, so I stopped working at restaurants for a little bit, and I worked at like grocery stores because okay. I had like an in. Um, and I actually ended up. Um, I, I was at, jeez, Denny's working ten at night until six in the morning. I was with Pizza Hut. Uh, which, geez, I can't even believe they still have indoor dining. But um, the salad bar, man. You know? yeah. And the only reason I ever got an A in my entire life was to turn in my report card for a free personal pan. They better have indoor dining, motherfucker. Those personal pans, I still eat one like They're at bad. least once a week, man. So, um, so were you always were you always serving throughout this time, or when did did you when did you do the crossover to bartending? Uh, once I turned twenty one, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm. Um, which is Here. just a really great place. To Cheers! Work. I've worked there too. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank really you for your service. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! That's where most of these stories are going to come from when we get into it because that place was fuck. Man. I can't wait to talk shit on that restaurant. I cannot wait. It's one of my most hated uh, national brands. You know, this I don't know if this is a come name. and come and fucking take me, V Dubs. I can't wait to talk about what you shit the shit you did in West Virginia. <laughs> Running out of chicken wings on a yeah, fucking Saturday fuck? night. How does that happen? You have to have a manager drive to another location. We're all weeded. 
No, I, no I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion or not, but I've never thought their wings were really that good. No. You know, like, no. The, the whole establishment is built on that, and, like, every time I've gone there, I'm like, these are overpriced and they're shit. Do you know, do you know why I think they're in business? <laughs> they're the one restaurant that will actually waterboard people with ranch. <laughs> and we all know how people feel about the ranch and blue cheese thing. All right, again, let's we got to find out. Tony, Tony, you team ranch or blue cheese? I like them both. Uh, I guess it depends on where I'm at, but I think I've decided I'm, I'm with blue cheese. All right, all right, we're yeah. fine. We can continue yeah. now. We're, I mean, we're, if I'm we're having gonna... French fries and shit, you know, like yeah, I'm yeah, ranch. Is fine. ranch. Hey, listen, we're not monsters, okay? But uh, but we've been really we've been kind of teasing the listeners for these shirts of Team Blue Cheese, Team Ranch, and I think we can end the debate when we see the t-shirts in. Because mm. I think Team Blue Cheese, while they may be a silent majority or silent minority in this particular debate. I think that they're more passionate. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to come. I think they have been insulted and they've been put down by these ranch eaters for years and years and years. And I won't have it anymore. I just won't. I think it's a very refined group of people, and they need to, they deserve their respect. That's all I'm going to say. They're a little chunky, okay? But we like the chunk. We like the chunk compared to ranch. Sometimes you, know, yeah. you like it thick, you know. All right. So where are you now? Where are you now? Uh, the All American Steakhouse, okay. Sports Theater in Perry Hall, is what we're supposed to say when we answer the phone. Ah. <laughs> sports Theater, yeah, it's in really, Perry it's Hall. really fancy. Yeah. Interesting. Um, any, do you guys do like releases of new movies? Or? Yeah, like, nope. nope, we can't even finish football games. We're just up to eight at this point. So. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, um, all right, we're gonna hop here. Uh, thanks for giving us an overview. I can't wait to get into some of these stories, especially about uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Those are some of my favorite. Uh, so we're going to take uh, a quick little break, and then we're going to hop right into the top ten. All right, Tony, we're going to get into the top ten. So these are our, you know, Mike and I kind of sat down. I want to say we started with a list of probably like 30 or 40 questions that we really wanted to ask people, and we tried to refine it into like a really palatable top ten list that would be... You know, relatable to bartenders and servers, but also like a lot of people who are not in the service industry would be interested in. Um, and it took a lot of time. Mike and I had some fights about what to kick off this list, and I think some might might come back over time, but we'll we'll see. So um, we're gonna run you through some of these. Love to hear what you have to say. So the first one we always start out with is pet peeves and misconceptions. Give us some of your service industry pet peeves that you either hate from servers. <laughs> that you hate from your customers, or maybe just some misconceptions where customers don't understand certain things. I am tired of carrying plates away from the table and being complimented on how good I am at my job. <laughs> because it's like, this is not this is not like the end game for me. I appreciate the fact that you're like, they're just like, wow, you're really great at that. Like, you, that's incredible. And I'm like, that's... Not, this is not what I want Wait, out of life. I appreciate what you're saying, but just shut up. Are, are you like putting them on dowel rods and spinning them away? <laughs> sometimes I, do, sometimes I do spin them and they do appreciate that. And they're like, that's incredible. Or like, I'll like go up to a table or, you know, whatever. And I, if they're sitting on, if I have their dishes in both my hands and they are happen to be on opposite sides, I do a crossover with yeah, my yeah. arms. Oh, and, yeah. like, these people are like, what? <laughs> do you do BMX on the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I, look, like, I, I understand what I'm doing right now. And oh I appreciate, God. like, that you're trying to compliment me. But it's just like, I don't, I don't want it. I know oh, I'm good, good at Lord. this. This is fine. You so, know? so I got I to gotta follow up, though. Like, which is worse? Is it the compliment 
that somebody will give for you clearing the table, which I'm totally with you. It's super annoying. It's it's almost like patronizing and in, in how it, it's because they do it over the top. It's not like hey, thanks for clearing the table. It's like whoa, look at you every single time, right? Yeah. Is that worse, or is it worse when you have that one person at the table who's also super motivated for clearing the table, and then they, like, get in your way, and they're, like, knocking over shit as you're trying to do shit, and you're like, you're not getting any of this tip. I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing. Uh, I think it's definitely worse, uh, yeah. because it's just the, the, the first part, because uh, it's just like, come on. Like, this is not where I want. Yeah. I'm 30 years old. Don't encourage you're, you're me. The same year, yeah. You're the same age as me, and I'm just like, ah. Oh, God, I hate my life. Yeah. Well, not I, to... hate, I hate that more usually. <laughs> so that's good. I at least feel the comfort in that. In that way, it really is, um, it's got to be somewhat cathartic in like knowing that there are other human beings out there that no matter where they are in their life financially or with their job, they're they're awful humans. They're just, <laughs> yeah. they're just they, they, they are, they're, un, they're unsavable. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're unredeemable is the word I think I'm really looking for there. But the other tangent I'm going on in my head here is Mike just said, would you walk away from the table spinning the plates on dowel rods? And what you don't know is that Mike's little brother, Morgan, is an incredible, incredible fire poi spinner. Are you familiar with fire poi? No. So then, no. there are these. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where he's going that. with this. I have a, I have a good idea here. Hold on. So it's so fire poi are like these little these little balls that you soak in kerosene and they're attached to a metal chain mm-hmm. and then you spin them and and you light them on fire. First. You light them on fire and then you, <laughs> you spin, spin them and it's it it's kind of like something out of like what you think of as like a circus sideshow. Yeah. I mean it's really yeah. incredible. And now I'm envisioning a restaurant where the way that we clear your table is either we come, we stack all the dishes up in like a bundle, we light that on fire and we spin it away from the table, or Morgan Windsor just comes up spinning fire and just like eliminates the table. God damn it. <laughs> it's just like a plate and food disintegration type of situation. I don't know why my brain's doing yeah, that. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Right, this is a good mind time. Still in your system, the guy didn't skimp on any of the coconut rum. 30%? I'll tell you. Well, anyway. All right. That's a good one. I like that. So that kind of leads us into the next one. So those people that you're pissed off with... Um, Let's talk about best and worst tips. Like, are, are you know, do those people end up ever being good tippers? To you carried those plates away. Carried so plates well. away. Here's a fucking bill, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> because those are usually the people that are going to mention that they're going to leave me a good tip. Those right, the, and those are the people that don't know how to fucking leave a good tip. Right, right. Even, if they, even with their calculator on their fucking phone out or their little card or whatever. Those aren't the people. No, I'm, I'm glad you said that because there were so many times in my serving career where there people would like try to elude, like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm gonna take care. Why of Why do they do and that? And then they would like leave you less than what is normally expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like, what the fuck? Just is shut it? up next time. Don't get my fucking hopes up. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of narcissist does that to a human being? Hopefully. Where they're like, I'm gonna reward you. I'm gonna reward you. I'm gonna reward you, and then disappears. And when you get to the table, you're like, God, the guy fucked me. Hopefully, <laughs> a narcissist who's just really bad at math. Hopefully, that, hopefully. <laughs> That's all it is. That's the best case scenario, <laughs> yeah. though, you know? So, anyway, do you have any, like, best tip, worst tip stories? Like, bit, like a big, crazy tip you got on Christmas or something? Or, or um, like, a horrible tip that you really remember? I mean, I I, I just... I, I've had... I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. I'll just go with the guy, this guy Kevin tonight. I mean, he's, he's a really great guy. 
he looks like Jesus. He's got everything <laughs> going. Like, he's always been really cool, and we just fucking shoot the shit, and we talk to each other like regular people, not like, hey, you know, like, I'm, I'm Tony. I'm your bartender today. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I don't do that shit. I don't even tell people my name. I hate it. <laughs> but this guy tonight, you know, like, he had a $35 check, and he left a $40 tip, and wow, we're probably awesome. going to smoke some weed later on in the week and no. this is like this 55 year old guy are you sure he's not actually jesus like, I, he's come back that's why we're gonna happened, smoke because you know? we're gonna talk about it um he's gonna hang out with my cats <laughs> hopefully not bring a snake he did mention it i wasn't sure if that was like innuendo or the something snake, right? yeah, jesus i was like the snake yep like how how thick is that snake because i'm not i'm not with it i thought jesus cast out the snakes yeah that's know? my point like he's just alluding yeah i don't know uh but yeah i mean like yeah. percent wise that was like that was really it made it made a difference to me today, you know, I was having a shit day. I was just like, I hate doing this for a living. And, yeah. you know, I was $35 check, $40 tip like that. I Man. percent wise, I feel like, like that's something I'm going to remember. That's you know? so many, that's so many times. Like the thing about a good tip is that it can change your day, right? Like you can just be having, and it's not always like work. Like you can just be having a fucking shit week, a shit mm-hmm. month, a shit year. And then somebody is just like kind to you. Yeah, restore your faith in your kind life. to you. Yeah. And you're just and 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 it's just that little moment. It doesn't even have to be a big tip, but like even something like that. That guy can afford you know forty bucks, and it's not. It's probably even nothing to him. Yeah, right? and you know, you're but, gonna make sure to take care of him. You know, of course, every no time he comes yeah. in. Yeah. Right. Now, did you guys kind of develop a rapport <laughs> based on you both kind of look like Jesus? <laughs> Do I look like Jesus? I mean, you look like Jesus with a good haircut. <laughs> yes. I'm just, I'm just I was like, going to wear a hat, and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to let this shit flow. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's you got some vibes there. But, um, all right, what, what about worst drink orders? You know, we were talking a couple weeks back about the candy Coronas. You just mentioned the, what was it, coconut rum and Coca-Cola? Diet. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Diet Coca-Cola? Diet. I just was, like, if it was Coke, I'd be like, all right, whatever. But then, I mean, I ended up drinking it, um, and it was kind of delicious, but still, <laughs> not acceptable. Um, <laughs> worst drink order? Anytime a fucking martini comes in, or a Manhattan. What? If a martini comes in, and it's just, like, extra dry on the rocks, this, that, and I'm like, I know. No. <laughs> I think after, like, doing this for at least the last nine years that I, like, have it in my memory, but, like, Manhattan's... And, and uh, martinis just like, I have to fucking Google it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like an idiot, you know? Like, I've even been working alongside Anna, who's only been doing this for a very small period of time. And she's got that shit. And I'm like, I gotta well, Google this shit. Really hold on a second. Hold on. And I'm happy to say this to her face. I hope she's listening. Okay, Anna has a bit of the I, I'm i the best at everything complex. I, I don't want to say it like that. but she, <laughs> uh, No, a better way to put it is like, she is a bit of the overachiever gene. And that's, look, she's very talented and, and smart. And and that's probably where that comes from. It does strike me as odd that this drink that's continued to be in your crawl over the years has almost like developed a callus. Like you said to yourself, I'm not, I'm going to put my foot down. I'm not going to learn how to make it. It's, it's like my kryptonite. <laughs> like margaritas, I'm cool with. Mai Tai is cool. They both start with M. But then we get into martinis and Manhattans. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I put a sugar cube and some bitters in this shit. Like... I, I don't know. I, I can respect that because until tonight, I did not remember how to make a Mai Tai. Oh it, it was God. those, like the sex on the beach and stuff. Those are the ones I look up every single time. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to Tony's bar this week and I'm ordering a Man of War, <laughs> which is a variation on a Manhattan. Oh, and I, I want it. I want it made correctly. Well, I'll Google it. I'm just going to get whiskey in a glass and I'll be fine with it. You can just have it for free and then we won't even have to talk about how much it costs. <laughs> All right, well, tell us about some, uh, you know, this is category four. Ultimate mistakes, you know, fuck-ups, whether it's yours or your coworkers, 
I want to hear about like when you dropped a tray on like you know a, a senator's head or something <laughs> like that. Um, it's good that you mentioned trays. Uh, I like have this habit of like. I like to spin things that are <laughs> like trays or books. Like I used to read my fucking son bedtime stories and I would spin the book and he would think it's the coolest thing. And I would do that with trays and I was so confident and so cocky about it. Like I could even do like, I could throw the tray up in the air and do a spin. Now we're, I called it once. Are we talking about like a food tray yes. or a drink? Okay. Food tray. Yeah, okay. yeah. Or, or a drink tray. I mean, it That's was like, if, if it's this big or if it's this big, I'm fucking spinning that shit. What's up? You wow, know? that's like, a, that's it's super like, look at impressive. what I'm good at. at like, yeah, you know, like this is what I wanted. <laughs> so like, you are spinning the plates as you want. Now yeah. I ever, now it all makes sense now. <laughs> really, I'm gonna be one. Of the, if you ever serve me, I'll be one of those assets. Just that guy spun that fucking plate when he walked away. Well, what's gonna happen is he's gonna half-ass it, and you're gonna feel gypped. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? Oh, I won't half-ass it. I don't worry, I'm gonna give this guy a real good tip. <laughs> yeah, just don't tell me because I know you won't. But I mean. I was just very, like, confident about it. I was like, I'm never going to fuck this up. Um, and then I did. And I <laughs> smacked this guy outside right in the neck. Uh, it just flew out of my hand, and my manager was just like, you're not allowed to spin trays up there. <laughs> and I was like, that was the one time. I okay, f- hold on. Hold on. That was the only on. time. Hold on, hold on. Right in the neck. You just told that story like our friend Nick Gann. Um, the way Nick tells stories is he will... Keep them to himself for months and months and months at a time, and then all of a sudden he'll give you the punchline, and you're like, "Wait, you visited Texas, met a Colombian drug cartel, and now you're like a representative for them on the East Coast? That's that's like something you should lead with. Why are you not telling me all this? I, I I have to go on another tangent here. He tells me this story earlier this week, so a lot of people don't know this, but January and February are peak season for foxes to mate. The female foxes are in heat. And they make this horrible, horrible hissing sound that can only be described as Tom <laughs> strangling a duck on the side of the road. <laughs> you okay. gotta quit saying his name. We're gonna have to edit that out now because he's, he's already raised complaints. I'm not <laughs> editing it out. I'm not editing it out. I'm doubling down on that shit. Which that's not that's not a euphemism. Tom <laughs> literally did strangle a duck <laughs> on, on the side, side of the road, and we ate it later that night. The point is, <laughs> the point of what I'm trying to say, okay, is that these female foxes in heat sound like. Like a bird being strangled. It's a very terrible, awful sound. So I'm sitting here in my house. I hear it the other day. I run out there. There's a couple foxes in my driveway. I Google this and I learn this information. Now, <laughs> I am hanging out with my friend Nick Ann the other day. And he says to me, yeah, I saw two uh, foxes fucking. They tried to ran, run away and they got stuck around a tree. I said, oh. say what now? Mm, say what now? Apparently, he yeah. pulled into the driveway. There were two foxes fucking in the driveway. When they saw his car, the male fox got a fear boner, and they took off, and the foxes got stuck together, genital to genital, Yeah. and they hit a tree, and they wrapped around it like what you'd think of maybe a horseshoe oh, might, Yeah. and they were both trying to run away, stuck together by their genitals, trying to get yeah, off this, this tree. This, I didn't know this for so many years, but that's like that's how dogs bait, and like it looks super weird because they're like facing opposite directions, Yeah. and until like the male's genitals stop swallowing so much... They, they can't, can't get, get apart. Unstuck? It's crazy, That's man. Like, insane that just me. seems like a really weird, you know, thing to happen in evolution because you're just like you're just two dinners right there, you know. Like, do you think that humans are capable of that? This is a different podcast. Okay. Anyway, so my point is, you just you just did the same thing there. You didn't fuck fuck a fox against a tree, but you did that thing where you buried the lead. You said that you flung the tray outside and it hit a guy in the neck. Can I get some more details? I was just... I was just where are you in the story? You behind I was the at, bar? I, 
yeah. Well, no, Paint I was actually I was I was helping a server out. I was bartending that day, but I was helping the server out because they needed help on the patio at Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. And I just was so confident in my ability to spin the tray <laughs> that I'm like, this is never fucking gonna go wrong because it never had. <laughs> and then that shit flew off and hit him in the neck. Well, how far how far away is this man from you? He was I want to understand the frisbee length. He was about. Four or five feet away. I mean, that's solid distance. Right? Yeah, no, I was like doing a great job until I, <laughs> <laughs> until I fucking hit him in the so, neck. So are we talking like again? I need a few more details. Is this like in the larynx, like in the Adam's apple, a- a- Adam's side apple. of the neck, in the, in the food, right in the middle of the neck? Yeah, is all the yeah, food. And he was still... looking at me because he was impressed. I'm sure. <laughs> and so I'm sure. Are you guys are making eye contact while this is happening. <laughs> And I was it's like, I'm so, so sorry, man. Like, and, you know, and then I just walked away because I was bartending and I didn't have to worry about it. Oh, fucking lord! But like the, the the wings go everywhere, right? No, I already had the food all. Oh, you were just, right. I was just walking away, like, yeah. look what I can do. Um, <laughs> okay. And I just didn't. Oh. Now, how did he react to it? Because uh, that's the big thing. We, we've a, talked about how it's almost he like coughed what? a little, um, <laughs> and then he was fine, and he seemed, didn't seem to care. It's just. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, but my manager happens to be standing at the door oh, watching me. And that's, of course, the one time a Buffalo Wild Wings manager is actually doing yeah. his job. Oh, like, I didn't even know you were working today. Sorry, that's the one time a Buffalo Wild Wings manager isn't fucking one of the 16-year-old hostesses, you know? Jesus Christ. Uh, we're going to get sued. <laughs> it's all right. It's worth it. It's all right. Come and fucking take me, B-dubs! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, uh, it, it's funny. We were talking about that. It's almost like when you fuck up, even if the, it's at the customer's expense, like physically, like <laughs> dropping something, you know, hitting them in the in the neck. They for what for whatever real uh, like weird reason. Sorry, I got tongue tied there. I feel like I got hit in the neck with a tray. Um, they feel bad for you, and you get like sympathy tips, and they're like nicer to you. Well, and you're not, like, this, not in this scenario, because he wasn't even getting tipped on. No, that. I just went. I just went away. <laughs> I was like, I'm not dealing with the app. You, you, you just shit. drifted into the and shadows. They were just like, no more spinning trays. I can see you just tray hits the guy in the neck. Go, yep, sorry, and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right. Well, this is similar. You know, next category. Um, it's not quite mistakes. I really want to hear about health code violations. And, and do be careful Ooh. to protect, yes, the, protect the innocent of the guilty and the innocent. The guilty and the innocent. I will not name the restaurant. Yes, there we go. No, no, no. And don't name the people either. Unless you can use like a fake name like, you know, what was uh, mm. Thunder Dick. We got to come up with some new names. Yeah, we do have to come up with some names. It was just a restaurant is what it was called. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was a really cool place. Uh, what kind of food did they sell? Uh... Uh, definitely, definitely not steaks. Um, okay, that's for sure. Uh, that's all I can say. Breakfast food is what we'll go with. Okay. Um, I like come in one day and this shitty jerk of a bartender, <laughs> who I was like, like coming in to relieve, is just like, he's just like, we don't have any hot water. And I was like, what do you mean we don't have hot water? He's like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, but you just said it. Like, did you not want me to repeat it? And he was like, we don't have any hot water. And we shouldn't even be allowed to be open right now. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck am I supposed to do about this? Like, how do we wash our dishes? And he's like, take them all down. And they're steaming, uh, or they're boiling pots of water oh, uh, in giant fucking pots. And that's, no. that's how they're washing everything. And we got away with that for the entire day. 
And we should have realistically shut down because that's not, you know, like, I understand you're bullying the wall. You were, like, trying to take the steps, but the steps Jesus. that needed to be taken were just close. Jesus. Just close until you get that shit fixed. And, like, one, actually, we, our kitchen manager at the time was just like, I'm not working under these conditions. I'm not doing that shit. And he was, like, a new kitchen manager. And so they ended up firing him that oh, day. Oh, wow. Uh, which that's was crazy because he's like, I'm not doing it. And then he went outside and called the health department. <laughs> and I'm like... What? This is really entertaining. I'm glad we stay open. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's insane to me how resilient restaurants are. You know, it's it's the type of profession that um you know, is open to anybody no matter what your financial background is, your race background, your education level, and it so it I think it it does draw like a lot of people that have maybe been through some shit, you know? Or like or for whatever reason, have a bit of a backbone because when shit hits the fan, there's always like stories about how restaurants like figured out how to jimmy rig some shit. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times where I'm like, oh, we just had a fire in the kitchen. Some guy that the owner knows is gonna drive his like you know pit smoker over here, and we're gonna cook all the food out back in the parking lot, and then bring it in through the kitchen. And that's just like how we're gonna do it for three days until like, like it's always some shit like that. It's it's uh. It, it feels a little bit like jackassy, like, you know, a, a wad of duct tape, and we can just, like, get back to it, you know? I don't yeah. know if that's been anybody else's experience, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, to some right. extent. I just feel like washing dishes in boiling water would be really painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, yeah, no, it seems really... It seems it, and it was, like, the owner of the restaurant. That was what was crazy to me. It's like, damn, like, he really doesn't want us to close today, <laughs> which sucks, because I really would like to not be here. He had um, no idea COVID was coming, did he? <laughs> no, this was a couple years ago, but yeah. <laughs> we definitely would have been shut down then. Um, so I guess that's, like, the biggest thing. Also, just working at Buffalo Wild Wings in general, or just, like, any <laughs> restaurant that I've ever fucking worked at, where there's just, like, the kitchen employees and they're just making salads and tossing that shit. And I'm like, where are your gloves? Where are your gloves? You haven't washed your hands. And that's fine. I don't care if they get sick or anything. That's not my concern. But I feel like we should at least look the part. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> I can't... Like, I mean, there is, there's only go. so many times you can look at your line cook and be like, Dog, I just saw you go across the street on your lunch break and eat at the Buffalo Wild Wings. And now you're <laughs> back here making, like, like, prepping for dinner? Like, stop. Stop what you're doing. You need to wash your hands. Very yeah. quick. Hey, unless you've had an E. coli scare, you're good to go. <laughs> oh. God, the Unos in Bel Air. We're going to get to that story one day. They're shut down. We don't have to worry about any lawsuits there. It's not a public defamation case anymore. Uh, it's public record. Um, so this kind of is a good segue to more of the front of the house. Obviously, your health code violations are what's happening internally with your staff you know, and, and your other coworkers. Um, you know, what you see, maybe what you participated in. But now we're talking about ratchet and crazy customers. <laughs> is there a separate category for just fights? Oh, we, yeah. we're going to okay. get to fights. <laughs> cool, because I want to make sure I see Very that. happy. Very happy you asked that. You looked really excited now, as soon as you said that. To be that. honest with you, so our next category, seven, is fights, arrests, and fires. If you want, throw them all together. And we'll just, we'll, we'll run a big, you know, we'll run a big fucking hybrid category for the people. Yeah. If I'll, you're listening out there, strap on <laughs> your fucking ear protectors because we got some shit coming here. Oh, there's some shit. Um... <laughs> Well, I'll just, instead of going directly to the fights, I'll start with the aggressive old grandfather um, at Buffalo Wild Wings. A few years ago, he told me to, uh, you know, when I was working there at the time, he said, I want this many wings, but I want them to be little. 
<laughs> I was like, I'm all right, sorry? that like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I'll tell the kitchen. I'm sure just, they're gonna be very receptive just, of that. Just, <laughs> like, just get half of the regular order. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I think that this is a crispy situation. <laughs> okay. I think he wants smaller physical wings, <laughs> so that when they cook, they're crispy. Okay. That's again. Like, that's a shot in the dark. Be that. Yeah. That's a shot in the dark. There. He was like at. What are you, wait, hold on. What are you doing trying to justify that fucking order? I'm not justifying. I'm just saying if you want the smaller amount, order half of it and you'll get what you're asking I for. I am shocked. You, I, I feel like, I, I mean, how long have I known you? Probably a decade now. I would think that you're the first one in line to be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and you're sitting over here like ready to put together no, his, no, his defense. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying to that guy he shouldn't change his order to make more sense. You know, don't order a smaller wings, just order less. I just you know? can't like, even believe you give him the benefit of the doubt that he's being <laughs> Rational, because clearly he's not. Who says that? Who he's says a, I'd like this? He's a way senior to... citizen, man. You know, I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. Fuck I'll hit an old man in public. I will. I hope he chokes <laughs> on one of those fucking wings. <laughs> if it, if they were smaller, he wouldn't choke. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, he's out to fucking dinner with his grand uh, his granddaughters, and the food comes out, and the wings weren't small enough for him. And I'm like, oh, God, this is shocking. Um, <laughs> I didn't think this was going to lead to the problem. <laughs> um, and he's just like, and my food's not even hot. And I'm like, and he's just like, feel him. And I'm like, sir, I'm not, I'm not touching, I'm not touching your food. And he was just like, no, feel it. You need to know. And I was like, I believe what you're saying. I'm just not going to touch it. Cause that doesn't seem to benefit either of us. Yeah. And I don't remember the next exchange of words, but it was enough to make this man stand up. Uh, he was a lot taller than I thought he would be <laughs> uh, and also a senior citizen so I'm like I'm not gonna fight this guy and he just is like I'm telling you to touch my food and I'm like that doesn't that doesn't what? make like I'm not no I'm not doing it I believe you I can go get some more if that's what you want um, and so he just he was just being very like adamant about it about me touching his food and I just was like I'm not I literally said to him I was like I'm not, I'm not doing this shit um, I'm going to go get you a different server because this isn't going to work. <laughs> and I just like, essentially, and I, I went to the manager and I told him exactly what had just transpired. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not waiting on that guy. So the manager waited on him. Um, and I was just like, and so I just like basically hid from that dining room. Um, because I was just like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. But it was just like, what a weird request. And then you want me to touch your food? Like, you, you, you know walk. we're just going to m- microwave it in the back, right? Like, it's not hot enough? Cool, now that I've just figured it up, let's just put it in the fucking oh microwave. God. And hit the two button, and then just, we'll be fine. I, 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 I feel like this is, this is just that game that you will never... I mean, I could work in the service industry for 400 years, and I would still be waking up blown away how people are at, customers are acting. Like, blown away. There's always just unique behavior. It's so fucking ridiculous how these people act when they go out to eat. He just seems like you sneaking by. He's like, there he is. There's, there's a pussy who wouldn't touch my food. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene. Right, sir, I'm sorry. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from, what is it, The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, where they go to visit Will Ferrell's ex-wife, and her new husband is chasing him down the street going, you get back here and you have sex with my wife. You get back here and you touch my fucking wings. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, uh, so tell us about the fight stories, then. <laughs> oh, God. Because yeah. obviously, this one didn't escalate <laughs> to fisticuffs. There were no skullduggery in this particular story. Oh, There's no ballyhoo. You know? <laughs> this is a good one. Come on, hit me. I, oh, my God. So, uh, 
I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. You'll you would never have guessed that. <laughs> um, and it was a Tuesday night, and I don't know if you recall, but that is wing night. Um, oh. That's where shit gets crazy. Oh, they tell me. Mm, that's, oh my god. And that's when they were 25 Tuesday, cents a piece. Tuesday night's wing night? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night's fucking taco night. Taco Tuesday. Well, that was the, the whole... That's why they fuck came fuck out with like a taco flavor. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Wednesday night, it's an alliteration. Wednesday night wings. Give well, me a fucking so ring. Buffalo Wild Wings in the corporate training, their big thing was that... Uh, that that they felt like that was a day they could compete because everybody that didn't want tacos, they could steal that Who business. doesn't want fucking tacos? I understand. Savages, <laughs> right? Communists. but the pe- Old men who want you to touch their fucking food. <laughs> right, <don't> you? <laughs> right, right. You know what? You're just begging him to go get a taco at that point. Um, no, but apparently this was like a thing that they actually thought about. They were like, we can steal some of the business of people who are going to go out on a Tuesday that might not want a taco, Right. Maybe they made tacos on Monday. And then we're going to actually steal the business for the wing special each week because we're not going to be on Wednesday when everybody's doing wings. We're going to have our special on another day. That was like their big thing that they justified. I was like, okay, this is... So basically now you've identified Sorry. what night I'm going to be miserable. Fuck well, Buffalo Wild Wings. Anyway. Uh, shit. Okay. So it's Tuesday night wings. Tuesday night. Um, it, we, we would just have like... Uh, a certain college that would just just take like the bus route um so many of these people and they would just flood the restaurant all at once uh they had no patience for anything we had extra servers staffed and everything um and my roommate at the time uh, felt a little bit nervous that her table was going to walk out because at Buffalo Wild Wings, that's not uncommon. So your roommate was also serving at Buffalo Wild yes, Wings. Yes, okay. and she is, or well, I was going to say she was a woman. She's still a woman. Um, <laughs> this is important <laughs> to the story. So she's watched, you know, she's just like, I feel nervous that this table's not going to pay because it's all separate checks. And, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm getting this weird feeling. So she has the manager watch him, um, which he sucked as a manager and a person. So he wasn't doing a great job, and he was making it very fucking obvious. And it was just like, what are you doing? Like, I watched him watch them. And it was like, I was like, this is crazy. And uh, so then the guy just, like, got an attitude with the server, and this other server stepped in. Um, the initial server was my roommate at the time. And she, uh, she was just like, no, you guys, no, we're not going to have this. And she, like, separated these people because so the- they, he got in his face once he told it. You know, like, he's just like, look, man, just pay the check. So, hold on, let me get this straight. So, your roommate's serving the table. Yes. Table's maybe not going to pay their check. The people at the table are getting into it over the check? No, no. They started to get into it with, like, they, they realized they were being watched. Okay, and they were, like, I got uncomfortable you. with that. So, now like, this other server comes over and tries to kind of, yeah, like, break. Yeah, like, mediate. Kind of mediate. Okay, yeah. now, what ensues from there? Oh, God. Well, um, so... She's like, uh, my, my roommate at the time gets in the middle of them, uh, the, the one that's waiting on them, and separates them, and she's just like, no, we're not doing this, and, and, and pushes them lightly away from each other. And the guy shoves her, uh, the, the, guy, customer. The, the, the customer shoves her, uh, she shoves him back, so he cocks back and punches her in the face. Oh, her? In God. the face? Chips her tooth. Um, oh. The other guy, the other server that had just gotten involved, uh, went to swing back, but then at that point, the other three friends at the table knocked him to the ground and started stomping on him. They were literally Holy stomping shit. on his head, and I like walk up the ramp. 
And I'm just like... To a full melee. I'm like, what is that? I'm going to go back down there. So I went back down there. Because I just didn't even know what was happening. I just, I, you should have just started spinning trays yeah. left and right. You What's know, up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> slinging at them. Got your neck, bitch. This, this is like, you know, if Buffalo Wild Wings had folding chairs. It's like one folding chair away from a cage mat. Yeah. Right I, I literally had... So I had these regulars every week that would come in and they would sit with me. And it was a party of about 10 to 15 people. I walk up to the ramp, or I walk up the ramp, and I'm like seeing whatever the fuck is happening, and I'm like just confused by it all. And I watch, I'm looking at my table of all those regulars. It was just a bunch of like teenage kids holding their table in place because at this point we've had we, we just have everyone getting involved. You know, like several people we, are bumping into tables, shits flying. Right, they're knocking tables over. Everyone's just fighting everyone, and it doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I like stand up on a booth to try to be helpful, and I'm like, guys, stop it. Is you know, I is what I feel like I said because it, I mean it just wasn't helpful. And then I was like, I need to get back down there. Uh, we had like three or four employees go to the hospital that night. She had her ch- her tooth chipped. Uh, they were stop, you know, and we we're like right across from like a police precinct. So then the police come up, and some of the employees are following the customers out to get their tag number. And then two of those guys get knocked out. And it was <laughs> the just police. Like, no, no, no. The, oh, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna just, say just, just the other employees, and it was just like, what the fuck? And then they were like, we're gonna close down early tonight. <laughs> And if you're over 21, you can get a drink. And I was 19 and really mad about that. Oh, yeah. man. Like, Fuck that. Are you serious? <laughs> do, you, do you know what would make this whole thing a little less tense and a little more fun? Is if Buffalo Wild Wings actually had, like, a ranch hose. Like, a, a, like, a, <laughs> like a firefighter grade ranch hose. Where you could come up the ramp, see this, and be like... Get the, get, get the ranch hose. And just grab it and start fucking just, just absolutely... Absolutely just it. torching the entire dining section with like a high-powered, high-pressured ranch hose. And, and for some reason in my head, the song uh, from like Dukes of Hazzard is playing. What is wrong with you? God damn it. That's insane. How, how dude, that's bad was the guy hard. who they were stomping on? Him? That uh, seems really like he, really intense. He was in the hospital for a couple days. They literally Jesus. were stomping on his fucking head. Did, did anybody get prosecuted through this whole thing? Uh, no. Oh my god! And you know what? We saw some of them back there the next Tuesday. <laughs> and they probably got a free appetizer. On that's us. that's what we, one of our fight stories. The fucking asshole came back two or three nights later, like nothing happened. Yeah. Jesus Christ! What is that's? You know, there's there is a got, there's got. I, I got to be honest with you. There has to your dick has to feel like it's made of concrete when you go into a bar, you fight a bunch of people, you walk out. There's literally zero consequences. <laughs> you have to wake up the next morning and be like, I am all that is mad. Because <laughs> well, they probably didn't even pay for their fucking check, right? No. Yeah, of course <laughs> they Right? Of course they're coming back. Of course they're coming back. Why wouldn't they come back? They're not paying for anything. They're fighting anybody they want. Why wouldn't they come back? Right? Well. That's dude. That's an all timer. That's obviously. I think right now tops the case. Like like when we're talking fight stories so far, I've never heard some shit like that. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punching a lady in the face. That's just fucked up. But uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's uh, we don't have to take the energy down, but just shift it in a different direction. Now we want to move on to sex stories. All right. Something maybe, you know, somebody got in the, the bucket of ranch with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, it, and it should be specifically at work? 
Well, I mean, it, it could be people from work. You know what I mean? From work, customers. I don't want to hear about you fucking somebody last weekend in, in your apartment. You know what it's I mean? It's not like, like I mean, yeah. So, yeah, we don't have to talk about her. So it's not, like, yeah, it's not like you're a bartender and somebody comes in and gives you their number one day. Now, if there's a great story with it, sure. But, like, we're looking for, like, hey, you fuck somebody in the walk-in it, cooler. It doesn't, the yeah, it doesn't have to even be anything like that. Because after we've been doing this for yeah. a couple times, I, I remember when you and I were working at the Nautilus. Oh, yeah. I remember I was there one late night shift. And uh, I had a table, and I got a new guy sitting by himself, and he had, like, an iPad or something. And I went and I was taking care of the one no. table. And I walked up. I came up, because just the way the <laughs> no. layout was, I had to come up from behind him to, like, be like, hey, welcome, you know, well, you know yeah. my name's Michael, you know. And as I walk up behind him, he's got all this hardcore porn playing on his fucking tablet. And I'm like, how high? He's like, oh, I'm like... Can I get you a drink? Like, what the fuck, though, man? Like, who does in that? A like, diner? Sitting at a diner. Like, just like, there's people right across from him, and he's just got hardcore porn blaring on his phone. Like, like, the sound was off. The tables are so close. <laughs> I know. And he's just got, <laughs> and he acts all surprised. Like, oh, I'm just getting, uh, I was like, yeah, man. Like, he's oh. gonna, he's gonna bump the, the Jewish lady next to him with his elbow <laughs> if he takes it to the next level. Like, what? What the it fuck? It was embarrassing for both of us. I think. No, so yeah, look, it's malleable. It's just like the one that I always think of for this category is when we're working down at the beach, and it's Tom and Nick and I, and we're we're working down at the Ninth Street Tap House. We had this incredible manager, and I say incredible, not in the sense of like positively, like like it, it, not a good thing. I mean incredible as people are like, wow, that's an amazing fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> do you know, do you know how, you, how you can like use the word like incredible to describe something so like like a natural yeah. disaster? Yeah, yeah, like that's an incredible tidal wave. You know, yeah. not necessarily being a good thing. Okay. That was this manager Chuck. Okay? okay, this guy was always screwed up on something, but treated treated us really well. He was a total character. I can't tell you how many times that summer, middle of the biggest dinner rushes we would have, it would be like, you know, it'd be like bike week, it'd be Blue Marlin, and the next thing you know, we'd turn around, we'd have no manager, we'd have no lead bartender, and we're like, where the fuck is Chuck? I know And we'd look, we'd look over to the other side of the restaurant, and it was a bar in a hotel. So we had an elevator that went up to the other parts of the hotel, right? And uh, Chuck, being the manager, had a key to that elevator. So when you saw the elevator doors kind of like, back and forth you knew that Chuck was in there fucking some girl in the elevator he had taken the key in there and locked it and was fucking her during it is awesome but at the same time I'm like fuck you Chuck I need a fucking manager cop right now you know and he's probably got a fear boner you know he can't pull out he's stuck yeah he's gotta call the fire department good for Chuck yeah so anyway Sorry, we just totally stole the thunder there. Any okay, good, man. any good sex stories? I, I mean, I've had sex with too many coworkers. <laughs> yeah, I can say that. Mm. But sometimes it's really fun and easy, and I just really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's never been at work, uh, you know. But it's just, it's, it's been, it's been cool. just too many. That's like Steve was talking about. It. You're like, it's such a high intensity job, yeah. and you're working so close with people, yeah. and you know, you're like passing them in close spaces. Like, there's a lot of tension that builds yeah. up. And I used to like do this thing when I was younger, like, like probably like a late teenager, where I would walk by, like as if like I walk all weird, <laughs> just to see if I could like slightly. I feel so fucked up because it sounds so perverted, but I just wanted to see if I could slightly touch their ass and make it look like an accident and just get the reaction. Like, what's up, though? (laughs) Sorry about that, but how do you feel about it? Um, Is essentially where I was. But I was never, like, I I wouldn't just go up and smack it. It would just, it'd be like, I walk like this. Everyone knows that. And I just, 
And I don't walk like that. I'm not fucking gummy. So. That is some de- dedication to a long time. It's some dedication. Uh, that's you know. He's just, uh, he just walks all lanky like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing going yeah, on. That's how he does it. I'm going to say it works like a half dozen times. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you. Listen, it's such a high emotion business, man. There's friction. There's friction between people. And like, you know, it, it's I've always blown been blown away by how quickly people can go from hating each other to fucking each other in a restaurant. <laughs> One minute you're like, fuck you. You are the worst employee ever. And the next minute you're I like, yeah, you. fuck you. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> you're the worst employee ever, but god damn, your pussy feels good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, that might have been. That might have been. <laughs> we gotta get some right. ladies on here. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. Come back, everybody. We're going to try to br- land this plane here. Okay. you got to remember, your hosts are drinking. So. Yeah. And, and let me just say, best oh, Mai Tai want some more? I've yeah, ever had. You know what? Fuck y'all. We're taking a break. I need another drink. <laughs> All right. We're back. That was a totally genuine... Sigh of sweet, sweet nectar. Now that all of our glasses are full again, <laughs> let us embark on uh, probably, I think the category that's nearest and dearest to my heart. Um, Tony, have you ever noticed how the restaurant industry slowly drives you insane, like a dripping faucet that won't stop in the <clears throat> night, and it breaks you like a horse? You ever notice that? Yeah, I feel like I die inside every day <laughs> more than I thought was possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it's so interesting. Mike and I used to work at this diner where um, instead of playing the radio, they played a closed circuit CD with fifty songs on it that played in a loop. It was a twenty four hour diner. Tony, it got to the point where I could predict the song that was coming three songs from now, and I would freak the old Jewish ladies out. <laughs> but it slowly made me, you know, I believe that's how serial killers are made. I really, I really believe that that might be Bill Murray. Like I'm telling you, man, it was like a it was like a Groundhog Day, but all I could think about was you know was 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 wiping somebody else's blood across the chrome for some reason. I don't know why it went so dark there, but um, so anyway. To fill these vacant voids, uh, where we just feel like we're losing our minds, we come up with bar hazing pranks and games. And it's just stuff to entertain us when we're at work and it's slow, or we're bored and we're just losing it. So, have you played any bar games over the years? Are there any famous like ha- like hazing rituals or, that you've seen yeah, you working at restaurants? Yeah. Yeah. I wish that people wouldn't think it was so funny to freeze my keys. Um, <laughs> but moving on from that, um, I, I I like to, I still do this to this day. I did it today, all day, because I didn't. I don't care about my job. Um, I know, I should, but it sucks. Um, <laughs> where I follow around the servers uh, against their will and pretend that I'm training with them. <laughs> I did that I did that all day. I didn't realize my That's one coworker I didn't realize my one co- coworker was having a bad day uh, until I stood behind her while she took this like 15 minute fucking order. And I'm like that was a lot and she was like yeah, I was already annoyed with them and then you came up and just stood there. <laughs> and they were like do you want to help him out? And I'm like no, no, it's it's, it's my first day. I'm, I'm just I'm just learning some shit. <laughs> And I love to do that shit because they hate it. That's a good one. I've never heard of this. I'm stealing this. I gotta give it a try. It makes me so happy. It did not make any of my coworkers happy. Do you interject at all? Yes. So like I feel it. Like asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I'll like Does that cost extra? (laughs) I'll like ask like like I like really genuinely have no idea and I've never worked in a fucking restaurant. Um 
And it's so much fun for me because I didn't work. This. I didn't work hard today, but I followed several coworkers around <laughs> and did that shit, and it made me happy. You're like you're like an emotional support animal, except for you're doing it for your own benefit. Yeah. <laughs> the only animal that's being supported. Right. Right. Yeah. One of the servers even said something to the GM, and she was just like, "Tony's like following me to my tables," and she was just like, "Just let him do it. He needs it." <laughs> And I was like, wow, you're right. I really do Dude, that. Is so, making me fucking laugh. That is so underrated. No. That reminds me a lot of the standing games Tom used to play. I know we've like referenced a bunch of them, but like it, it so it's similar to to uh what you're talking about where you'll go to tables and just do something very subtle. You know, really, really, really subtle. And it's not super jarring even for the customer, but like it really makes you laugh and brings you joy. I would challenge you to add one of these little ticks in. So our buddy Tom had this love to all the time. He would walk up to a table and he would do one of two things. When he got to the table and he's standing like facing the table, he would spread his legs as far as he could and he would stand with his legs like spread out wide. So he'd be like eye level with the center of the table, um, standing like, you know, like an Olympic gymnast doing a split. Or, he this was my favorite one, he'd walk up to the table and then he'd turn profile. <laughs> And he would face sideways to the table and never make eye contact with any of the people and take the whole order facing the other oh direction. I think it would be hilarious is if you followed a server around and then when they went to take the order, you stood like back to back. <laughs> oh, God. They're going to hate me. That would really Don't freak, give them ideas. That would really no, freak no, some okay, people out. Because I need to get through these shifts somehow. Wait, no, I am curious, though. So, like, freezing your keys, do they put them in, like, water and yeah. freeze them? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right, That's brutal. Yep, I remember it once uh, destroyed my... Your father? Oh, your, yeah. Yeah, whatever the fuck oh, it, yeah. God yep. damn. And I'm like, that was funny until that happened. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm mad at you. And stop putting straws on me, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm going to stick a straw right here. I'm going to light this one on fire and attach it to you. It's just like, stop doing these things, Justin. We get it. You're funny, I guess, <laughs> in this room. Oh, God. He could possibly listen to this. Jesus. Oh, I love you, Justin. Well, speaking of people that should be fired or should quit, um, just <laughs> no, let's move on to our last quarter. Quitting, quitting and firing Get, stories. Getting 86. Getting 86 mm. is what we call it. The final category um, of the top 10. Do you have any like famous middle fingers to the skies? Fuck you, friendlies. Choke on your hot fudge Sunday on the way out the door type of shit. Um, I was just like a teenager, so I just was like rebellious. Like at one point they had to make a rule for the guys, because I was just a stupid idiot. And I, at some point came in and my finger, like one of my coworkers painted my fingernails black. Um, and the, I just was like not very popular with my managers mm. because I, I refused to use a tray and everything. And then one day they were just like, um, yeah, we, we don't like the way that you act. So you're gone. Um, I painted my nails hot fudge for <laughs> yeah, you. Are you fucking for this me? establishment. At friendlies. Uh, and then they almost fired me. Very close. Uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, because I I was working a shift one night. And I, and I did this thing with some of my coworkers where we would take samples of beer. By the end of the night, we maybe had an entire 16-ounce beer. It wasn't shit. But one customer left his credit card one night and came back the next day and was just like pissed off kind of at himself for leaving it like an idiot. Right. 
Um, but then was just like, by the way, your bartender was taking shots last oh. night. And I walk into my shift the next day and I look in the office uh, through like the two-way fucking mirror. And I can see they're all, like all the managers are huddled around the computer and they're watching... The security camera. And I'm like, a oh shot of a light beer. Right. I'm like, no. What like a couldn't... piece of shit, by the way. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, blame your problems. They were me. taking shit. Fucking oh, yeah, like, shut up. Yeah, that's why you left your car yeah. here. Correct. Yeah, Fuck you that stupid guy. idiot. Yeah, so. that guy sucks. Um, I actually, I actually uh, ran into that guy. Uh, With I, your I, car, I... right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Um, no, like, I, so I had put my two weeks notice in. Um, at that point, because they were like, what do you want us to do? We should fire you. And I'm like, why don't you just demote me? Like, why am I giving you ideas on how to handle this? <laughs> and I wor- ended up working the next day, um, but I worked my friend shift, but he wasn't a very strong bartender, so I worked his serving shift. I got all of my own shifts covered, because I was like a full-time bartender at that point. And I was like, look, like, let me still serve here. And they were like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. And then I, before the two weeks was over, this guy was sitting... Uh, in somebody else's section on a Tuesday night, uh, wing night, and I saw him, and I was like, well, I'm quitting, so, like, I don't care. <laughs> so I went up, and I sat with him, and I just wanted, I was just like, hey, man, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. and he was just like, what are you talking about? I was like, I know it's you. You know, like, I, I know. You changed you, my life, bro. Yeah, like, I, I know your face, like, I know it was you. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, no, 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 remember when you told me? Uh, about you know taking shots of beer, I was like, well now I'm leaving this restaurant and I couldn't be happier. So thank you. But he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I know it's you. And then I just let it be. This guy's an asshole and a coward. Yeah. yeah. I, I and hope... he was big enough that he could have kicked my ass. Well, Most not, people are. Not to mention, how does he not have the self awareness to understand that you're trying? You're actually like legitimately <laughs> yeah. reveling in this. In this wonderful thing that's happened to you. I'm out of this. I admit, if I was that guy. changed my life by being a dickhead. I would definitely think he's being sarcastic. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's what, you know, he never admitted to it. That's why he's dead. Pussy. (laughs) Well, that's pretty good, man. I mean, that's a great way to get 86. It's still on your own terms. Yeah. But taking shots of beer is always, you know, it's always just, uh, I feel like the people that should be embarrassed more in that scenario is the managers and the customer. You know, so. Anyway, so just let people take a couple shots of beer and don't fucking worry yeah, about there it. There you it's go. Not that Do you big know of a goddamn deal. Shitty the rest of these people are, are. People are getting their fucking here. teeth chipped in this fucking place. <laughs> let them have a goddamn shot yeah. of beer, for God's sake. It's a fucking Most shot of, of it's foam anyway. God damn it. That's right. <laughs> you, you gotta, like, almost claim PTSD at that point. You know how many fights I've seen in this place? I fear for my life every time I come in to sell hot wings. <laughs> All right, well, that's 86. That's our top 10. Now we're going to clean it up. We call this the How's My Driving category. We're trying to understand stuff that we've missed, right? Because we want to get better, right? We like constructive criticism. So I want to hear from you. You know, do you have any recommendations on categories that we missed, things that we should be asking other bartenders, or are there any bars and restaurants or food that you're really into right now? You know, I know it's COVID, so that's kind of tough, but, you know, any, any recommendations for us? You guys did a pretty good job. I want to know. Uh, I think you might want to ask some of these people how many like times they've been woken up in the middle of the night 
having these terrible, Server terrible fucking dreams. <laughs> oh my like, god, he's just, so right. They combine restaurants sometimes and just people, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I can't, I can't take another 17 top. That seems like a lot, and I don't <laughs> he's understand. He's so why right. You don't we need to have a server nightmares category. <laughs> he's yeah, and he's just, so right. Oh in the fucking god. ranch, and I know we we see it online all the time where people are like, oh, I fucking forgot the ranch, but like that's for real. That is for real. Where it's just like <laughs> trash. shit. I ruined Those that fucking ranch night. people, man. They didn't, get, they didn't even get their honey mustard. Oh, how did they enjoy anything? You know, like I. <laughs> dude, I, I I still wake up like that. I'm not yeah, kidding. I, it's, I've had feel a like lot I'm of buried. dreams. Yeah. Well, it, it reminds me. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Waking Life. It's this kind of like avant-garde kind of indie film. It's about this guy having. a Doesn't dream. sound like you at all. Oh, fuck you. He's having this dream, <laughs> but there's this one person he's talking to me. He's like. He, talking about having dreams when you're working is like yeah they take your uh, your waking hours for minimum wage and then they get your dreams for free <laughs> <laughs> fucking working off the clock motherfucker working not too fast <laughs> I love Dolly <laughs> alright well that dude that's a great one we're gonna have to add that I, I don't know how we're gonna fit it in I think we can probably warp one of the categories maybe extend it but I love that 11 is a good number though 11 is a hot number it's mm-hmm. a nice number I like it too it's my son's I got, look I got that shit tattooed oh, yeah, it's nice. my son's birthday 11 11 wow. is it really yeah. that's a cool number and he's 11 this year let's go Whoa, you know shit. 11's also one of my keynote numbers so oh, I'm pretty shit. high on that <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I, I can't talk shit on that because Justin, my buddy, won me a bunch of money. I love Keto. Keto buddy. Like, he's, I love there's Keto. something to it. 77, 44, and 11. Play him like Novocaine. <laughs> All right. So this is the wrap up. We're just going to do a little close, get you out of here. Thank you, man. We've had an awesome time hanging out with you. And I have to say, I'm feeling a little tipsy right now. Oh, yeah. These Mai Tais. I polished off a 40 and 90 bowl. Delicious. I <laughs> Why do you. God, I wish you would have brought some beers. I'll take a um, fireball and some beers. Yeah, I mean, they've been delicious. Thank you for bringing the Mai Tais. It's a great, you know, kind of kind of switch up. I needed. I also feel like I needed some fruit because I don't know if it's just COVID, but I feel like I got some scurvy. Yeah, coming you got out. scurvy. Yeah, yeah it kind of looks like it, man. So I don't feel healthy. <laughs> um, so, wrap up. This is just kind of, you know, the questions we're going to send you out on. So, why do you still do this? A.K.A. the why do you hate yourself category. Oh. Uh, well, <clears throat> this is going to get really deep really okay. fast. Give it oh, to no, me. It's not gonna get you know, deep. we don't always have to be funny on this pod. We don't always have nah, to be funny. Man. We're talking to other people that have been in the trenches just like us. They're dealing with the same type of, uh, you know, uh, the same dreams. T- yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to call whatever you want to call it, man. Just speak, speak um, to the people. I'm still doing this because... Uh, when I was 19, and or when I guess I guess I met her when I was 17 at Friendly's, um, and that's my son's mother. Um, we broke up, I think, when he was three months old, and I was slapped with $750 a month in child support. Jesus Woof. Christ! At the age of 19. Woof. Um, after I had what just moved f- out on my own. Yep. God damn. Just recently got it lowered to 600. Fucking killing it. Um, <laughs> Great. And they can't. Take what they can't prove you're making. Ayo. So wow, there I is. get to control when I pay my bills, which is most of the time behind, um, unfortunately. But it's just where I'm at. And <clears throat> with my schedule with my son, uh, especially recently, because after this last year, I mean, I need to get the fuck out of this business. But, you know, uh, and I've talked to you about some of this stuff. You know, like I have my son a lot more often and I want to want that want to have like a consistent thing and i have the flexibility in yeah. the server you know like i work fucking monday night tuesday night and thursday during the day you know like that's that's perfect and then i do the instacart you know yeah but it, it it gets me by and it's gotten you know my my kid's 11 and he 
Yeah. He's fine. He's got a roof over his head. I have a fucking car. That's you know, awesome, like man. he So it, it's more so just the fact that like if I did get a different job, if I it's proven that I'm making more money, they're somehow going to rate me for even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I kind of had to uh, just stick with it, but fuck. I hate it. I'm gonna be out soon. <laughs> not, not, he not, hates his. He hates himself because he loves his son. That's right. And that's what it is. That's right. And yeah. not to get not to get on my soapbox, but uh, our our buddy Drake, who also spent a lot of time in the in the service industry, uh, turned me on to Viktor Frankl and the book A Man's Search for Meaning, mm. and had and and has had me reading this. And it's a you know it's a short little cut. It's fifty pages. You can read it in an afternoon, but. Um, I'm glad that a man's search for a meeting is such a short read. No, no, no. It's great. I, like, they, I, I can still He's that, got yeah. it. It's very simple. No, I think... I didn't know. It was, it was right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what have I been doing? This whole time, I'm trying to read War and Peace, you know, trying to figure it out. No, I... I uh, it's just the, the the way that you kind of presented that, where it's it's just, you know, it's like the... Um, it's, it's approaching a challenge. It's like rising to it and feeling like, man, you know, I'm fighting every day and I'm making it happen... That's kind of one of the tenets, and it's like it's uh, Victor Frankel talks about being a little bit less um, per, like goal driven and be a, uh, being a little bit more embracing of the daily challenge of life, whatever that means for you. Um, so I thought that that uh, that's a really deep sentiment right there. You know, and uh, that's a really deep thought, and I'm glad you shared that with us. And you know, something uh, like uh, a philosophical thing that gets me through every single day. No matter who you are, no matter what your lifestyle is like or anything like that, um, one thing that I think about all the time is that no matter what, we're all going to be dead soon. <laughs> you know, like nice. I, I really, yeah, it's like it. It really doesn't matter. You know, you're a billionaire, you're living the high life. You know, you're slumming it in some third world country. We're all going to be fucking dead. Soon, I can't so. tell you how happy I am in my heart right now that <laughs> a we're friends and b we're doing this podcast together because to follow up my word vomit that left me nothing but insecure, leaking confidence for these people on a recorded microphone that's going to go online for all time. Don't worry, nobody's going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank thank God you're here to ground me and let me know not only will I die soon, but I'm not as great as I think I might be. <laughs> you might be. You might be, but it doesn't matter because everyone you know is going to be dead there it is there it is nobody's going to remember how good or bad you are so we're going to leave you we're going to leave you on a positive note tony this has been a fucking blast man i say that sincerely this has been i think hands down our best cup so far my first snort on on the first live mic snort which is a big deal that's the only reason i came in i I was like if somebody's not fucking snorting tonight i'm fucking out that's right i mean i was thinking a little bit differently (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding Mike, put the bag away uh all right so if you opened a bar your own bar what would you call it or what would the theme be I don't want to open the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about it because I don't want to. I want to get the fuck away from this shit. Uh, you know, I guess the thing... It's called We're Closed. Be <laughs> like some maybe... maybe type Eat of, at your fucking house, motherfucker. <laughs> some type of maybe like 90s theme. Maybe some boy bands. You know, I don't Okay. Care. That's fine with me. Two live crew? 
don't, I don't even think that qualifies as a boy band. That's a boy band? I don't even know who that is. I meant like Backstreet Boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 98 that's, Degrees. That's, a, you're like, that's yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum right there. Yes, they're, they're, they're boys in a band. <laughs> I'm imagining a, ba- uh, a menu full of bad 90s boy band puns. Ooh. Oh, oh like God. Kind of Come know? on, list one off. Show us how clever you are. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Th- for whatever. Uh, it's gonna be... Uh, Beef. <laughs> God damn it. That was a really good one. It's gonna be crab dip. Oh God. All right. We'll edit some in later. Yeah. Talk about talk about talk about uh, going out on top here, Tony. Thank you. Any last words for the people before we get the fuck out of here? Um, if anybody knows of anywhere hiring, <laughs> you know, like I'm 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 able to do whatever the fuck you know. Well. And he's burned no, all his bridges yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Burned every last so one. All American Steakhouse and Sports Theater in Perry Hall. <laughs> Good night! I didn't mean it. <laughs> I did. <laughs>